Alright, alright folks, welcome back It's your boy Lunatic over here with Eric Moreno The author of Wrath of the Undead What's up everyone? We back, finally, with the fourth episode uh, This the spectacular <laughs> version of it uh, Yeah, we celebrate Halloween on this one, you know what I mean? So, plenty of horror We have to have it ready for October, man Because we have to bring you guys something for October 31st Got to bring the werewolf out in this motherfucker <laughs> It's been a minute, man It's been a minute, a lot of shit's happened Uh not to catch up on, a lot to talk about. What do you want? What topics you want to talk about today, my dude? Oh man, we can talk about uh, all kind of things, man. Uh, let's let's just recent start with, remakes, whatever. Yeah, let's uh, talk about The Exorcist. I think I sent you a clip um, or a post the other day about it. I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest with you, because <laughs> I like the first one, and I'm the type of person that if I like a movie, I just want it to be left untouched. You know, if it's classic, yeah. If, if it's, it's yeah, perfect, if it, why fuck with it? Yeah. I, so when I saw this, I was like, damn. I'm I'm disappointed that they would do it, but at the same time I'm also curious. So I'm still gonna yeah. I'm still gonna go see it. You know I'm gonna pay my little thirteen or fifteen dollars, whatever the back when movie. The theaters over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If that happens, or if not, we'll just be catching that shit on Netflix or something. Seriously, I hope not because a movie yeah. like that, you know, I like watching a movie in, in in the theater, the whole having the whole experience of it. But I'm still gonna go watch it. I hope they do justice to it. But I think uh, the original is there's. Just, you just can't... You can't compare to it. Nah, you can't. It's a, it's like that perfect storm type of situation, bro. Because you get a movie that's written well. You get a good director. You get good acting. You know, yep. you, the whole thing comes together. Great effects. And it's a, it's it's not just a good horror movie. It's a good movie. You feel me? Like, the acting yeah. is on point. Everything. So, it's like you could... Res- it's a very... I guess you could say highly respected movie, even if for people that don't like horror, you know what I mean? That's true. So, And even the author was on set helping out with yeah. the direction of the movie, like the actual author, William uh, Blighty, I think his name was. Yeah, a comedy writer at that. Yeah, you know a I mean? comedy crazy. writer. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think, for me, I, do I look, comedy and horror, are, they seem different, but they're, they're very similar at the same time, you know what I mean? Uh, they work both on emotions, you know what I mean? And it's like, and especially when, when it comes to movies, you could do a horror and a comedy for really cheap. So, you know what I mean? I see them kind of like like a thin line <laughs> between horror and comedy. Right. And that's why I could think horror comedies work, too, you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's that kind of thing, bro. But. And it's weird, too, because if you ask the, the author, he didn't set out to write a horror movie. Right. Like he'll tell you it, was, it wasn't meant to be a horror movie. But now it's like considered to be one of the greatest horror movies yeah. of all time. The scariest, yeah. I still watch it. Yeah. And it's it right up there with the shining. Every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job, William. I cracked up every time. <laughs> nah, it's 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 good, man. But uh, as far as like the remakes, and you know what, I've actually watched I think every Exorcist movie because they had the sequel, which I didn't like. Uh, the Exorcist two, it was fucking weird. It's like an acid trip. You know what I mean? For <laughs> real, it's like you don't know. What the I fuck can't you're remember on, how it goes. It's weird, bro. It's I don't even know who directed it. I just remember it being really weird, and you you can't follow it. And it has to do, I think the plot had something to do with, because you know how the priest had exercised that same demon in the past or whatever? So it has yeah, to do yeah, with yeah. that. But they were doing this, but they had Linda Blair in it, and she was kind of like remember. I don't know what the fuck. Was, I can't remember scenes of it, yeah, 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 but I just can't remember exactly what happens in it. It's Yeah, I mean, either it's, it's a blur, but the third one I do like, because it's kind of more of a sequel to the first one, because it Is actually... It? deals with the, the, the same cop that was in the first one and characters like it does tie in to the original it even has the priest from the original oh, okay yeah so he was like they they changed some things it was the that the director of it is the author 
Oh, original. is he? Yeah, and he wrote the book. It's called Legion. I don't think I've seen that, man. It's a good movie, bro. It's like it's called Legion. Well, the book is called Legion, but the movie's called The Exorcist Three. But it is okay, directed okay, okay. by him. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, so yeah, it has returning characters, and they they mention it. It's a throwback, but it's more like a cop investigative type movie. You know what I mean? Because it's like the the main guy's the detective, and there's these weird murders going on, and they don't make sense because it seems like it's a copycat killer of. Um, you remember the Zodiac killer? Yeah, so yeah. it has a character in it that's like that. Okay. And so, but that character's possessed by the same demon from the first uh, movie. And he's, and, but they possess the priest. Remember the priest that supposedly died? Right. It's him. Oh. So he's possessed by the Zodiac killer and he's killing and he's doing all these weird like beheadings of like statues and shit, like Christian statues. Okay. And so the cops investigate that and he he eventually finds out who it is. And another, the best part about it, one of the actors is the guy who, uh, who uh, voices Chucky, Brad oh, Thorpe. Yeah. He's the psycho. Oh, so nice. So at points in the movie, even though he's the one that possessed the priest, so you'll see the priest in the beginning, but after a while they they just cut it and you'll just see Brad Dorif. and he's the one. He gets crazy, dude. Like he's scary as fuck in that movie. Like he just has rants and then just goes back to just chilling. Like it's so fucking weird, bro. I gotta uh, check it out. It's 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 a good movie, man. It has a really good jump scare that I'm not gonna spoil for you. Oh so uh, yeah, don't remember. spoil it. It is good. Man. Like you're you're gonna be like. I gotta watch something trip. for uh, for Halloween, you know. Yeah, watch it with the volume up. That's all, all right. I gotta say. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. If you have that, if not, just try to get the pirate version. <laughs> <laughs> I guess pirate version it is because I don't have Amazon Prime. <laughs> or buy it on you, rent it on YouTube, whatever you know what I mean. But uh, My, Netflix might have it. Sometimes, sometimes they have yeah. uh, whatever Amazon has. Sometimes Netflix will have it as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check it out though. Yeah, but I I did see the later version of The Exorcist where the they go back to the priest when he's young. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a prequel. Yeah, like a prequel. Yeah. They yeah. Had, Came on like what 20, 20 years ago or something like that or damn, no, fifteen years old. ago. Damn, it just made me feel old already. Damn, accept it, bro. Long? Accept it. I think it was <laughs> to be honest. I think it was around two thousand four, but I did watch it. Yeah, yeah. And there was apparently two versions of that same movie. I had a, I seen, I seen a video about it because they did direct. There was two versions, and I forgot the name of it, but both of them were bad. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't like it at all. It, it came off as unintentionally comical too. Like they tried to make the the girls. The possessed girl towards the end, she had a fight with the priest. I thought that shit was just funny. Like, like some shit they would do at, in, in scary movie. Yeah, honestly, like this shit looks like a parody. Movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That was. So that's why I'm hoping that they do justice if you know for this movie if yeah. they're gonna do it, which I think they are, and it's supposed to be released in 2021. But with the whole COVID thing that's going on, <laughs> who knows what the hell's gonna happen? But yeah. but I I'm still gonna watch it. Um, I'm going in though with no high. Uh, hopes for it <laughs> but we'll see we'll see I'll tell you what was cool though back on the exercise that, that thing we went to oh no my bad I wasn't with you I was with my cousin uh, we went to Warner Brothers a few years like two years ago yeah. at the little horror fest thing they do and um, there was a screening of oh I remember that yeah. Yeah, yeah I did want to check that out how was that it was cool man it's like and my cousin was really he really scared of that uh, <laughs> the exorcist girl <laughs> and so I really talked him into it but he didn't want to but uh, we did it, and it's, you, you sit in this, like, chapel-looking place, and they had the AC on, so it was cold as oh, fuck, man. and they're trying to be like the I movie. I just the effects. Yeah, yeah, and some people were complaining, like, it's fucking cold. I was like, it's the point, you it's know what funny, I mean? Like, yeah. It's the fucking point. You have to watch your breath. Yeah, exactly. They And it was that fucking cold. And Damn. then, so you're watching clips of it. It's like a stream, but then they have, like, some horror actors. This looks like, you know, Linda Blair and shit. 
And so she goes in there, she's doing all kind of wild shit, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was like this like interactive movie screen thing. It was cool though. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Right now, uh, there's on AMC, I, I didn't get to see it though, but I recorded it, but I've been meaning to watch it. It's like a short documentary about the movie, The Exorcist, and the supposed um, uh, curse that the film has. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I've been wanting to watch that, man, but I didn't get a chance to it, but it's pretty interesting. Some crazy shit happens on set, and I think <laughs> something happened to Linda Blair. I forgot what happened. Her back got injured. Yeah, like something. doing that effect. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When she crawls down the stairs, I think. No, not that one. It was a uh, like. Oh, the bed. The bed, when yeah. the bed was shaking. They were yeah. yanking her or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. The Omen also has a backstory like that. Doesn't yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe it, but a bunch of people got killed Damn. or some shit and sick. Ghost. Uh, not the Poltergeist. Remember the movie? Oh Poltergeist? yeah, the Poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. That, one, that one's sad though, just because the, the little girl did die in real life, yeah, right? Yeah. But, uh, they made Poltergeist three. But she didn't die on set, did she? She died. She died during. No, it wasn't on set, but they were making the, the last movie, Pulitzer Guys Three. Yeah. And I actually, I watched. I recently watched the show about that. It was on um, Shutter. They have a little documentary about it, and it was uh, it was pretty sad though. Like the director came on there and they were talking about it, Damn. and he was like, he didn't want to finish the movie because she had died. Uh, and yeah. the last scene, so they had to make some corny ass, you know, ending for it. And he was like, he didn't even want to do it, but he was contractually obligated to do it. So. Uh. Yeah, but it was it was crazy. But that movie's alright. Like I, I remember, it was scarier when I was a kid. The Portuguese guys, the third one. Yeah, I um, like part two the best. Yeah, with the Indian thing and, and the old man. Yeah. Because of that, that old creepy, man, man, I was creeped out. Of, I I was scared <laughs> of old people for some reason. But it was because of him. Like, old I, people can be creepy. Though. Yeah, with with the white hair and the wrinkly face, man. Man, you're not going to like uh, Exorcist three. <laughs> and I had a neighbor that was an old lady, and she, I I hated going down to that side of <laughs> our building at the time. And, You're yeah. ages, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. Like, um, but that that you know, I'll just tell. I was telling you about Exorcist three. There, part of the plot involves an older, like an old nursing home or whatever. Yeah. And they have all these people that are canatonic. These old people that are just like, and they just say a bunch of crazy shit. And he possesses one of them. And so that's part of the story, and it gets, it gets you know like how you said you old people are creepy. They have some creepy ass old people. Man. Oh man, I got to see like, this movie. Man, tell you, you're gonna like it, bro. I think you'll you'll like that movie, man. Did you ever see the Portuguese remake? That shit was garbage. I did, I did. You know, I didn't it think was, it was that bad. It was boring, dog, to me. You dude. thought it was, was boring? Like, I thought it was boring. Man. I thought it was it was cool. I thought the acting wasn't as good. I don't know because I just I I hold the first one such in high, high regard, regard just yeah, like yeah. Exorcist. It is one of my favorite movies because it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. That little clown doll and shit. Yeah, that was pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, but it's a good movie. I showed my cousins that shit one time, man. They were high as fuck too. <laughs> <laughs> it just acts to the effect. It yeah, they liked to it too. <laughs> what's a what's a scary movie that you have to watch during the Halloween season? I mean, obviously The Exorcist, but uh, lately I was I was watching a a movie that is about exorcism. That's I think is second scariest one that has to do with exorcisms. To me, it's as scary as the first one. It was uh, The Exorcist of Emily Rose. It's, just, it's based on a real story. Is that the one German with that girl? lady that uh, bends over backwards in that scene? She's there's, like a a, but there's a lot of movies like that. So <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause there's I a bunch of Exorcist yeah. movies where they do that. But yeah, she does do a lot of contorting shit. Yeah, I think I've seen that And her eyes one. go black. I but it's more of a court one. drama. You know oh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. 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 That one's always freaked me out, though, because they have some really scary scenes in it. Now, like, even now, like, I, it makes me uns- it unsettles me. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it's just the way she does. She does some real good acting. The girl, that, that she's a great her. actress. I think if it's the same way we're talking about, she also comes out in that movie, uh, that Quarantine. zombie movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the last time she's I've seen a reporter her, in that movie, right? Yeah, she is. I, yeah, she I is love that movie. movie. That's a great uh, zombie movie. Yeah, I seen that opinion. one in the theater with uh, my cousin Rob. Man, shout out to Rob. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Rob? Yeah, if you listen to Rob, I seen uh, the actual the, the original. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to remake. What's it called? Wreck. R E C. Is it Asian? No, it's um, I it's a Spanish it movie. It's, um, oh, okay. And I think I think it's from Spain. Oh, like actual Spanish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. It's really good too. I, I like all of them, part two and three. Okay, I didn't. Even, I, I I think I just watched the quarantine. That was it. I didn't watch the other ones. Yeah, those are good. You do yourself a favor and watch them. They're I'm really good. Wreck. Eric recommended. Eric recommends Wreck. <laughs> But for yeah. me to watch, uh, I mean, to feel like in the Halloween spirit, I got to watch Halloween, the original. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, 1970s. I had to. I was watching it last night, actually. It was on AMC. Nice. So I was like, fuck it. I'm not changing the channel. Just <laughs> might as well just watch it. James, uh, what's his name? James Carpenter? Yeah. Yeah, he, he does a great job, man. And they had a low budget for that movie, didn't they? Super low budget. Like 10000 or something <laughs> like that? Yeah, it was, it, was really, it was really cheap. To make and so was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's another one I always watch. Really? You know I mean? Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that was another. But here's where they got they made it look good because they had good cinematography. You know what I mean? The, especially like on on Elm Street, they um, Wes Craven. He got a good ass like cinematographer. I forgot his name, but he was good at at picking shots and everything. So he made the movie look better than oh, what it I actually see. was. You know what I mean? And the same thing with with Halloween because. Uh, Carpenter, man, he has a good eye for that kind of shit. He used that blue screen oh, okay, type yeah. thing, that lighting, that blue lighting. Just makes he knew how to pick shots, and I think that that always makes a movie better. Like when you have a director that knows that kind of thing, he's not just picking some old boring ass shot. You know, it looks <laughs> like a fucking TV show. You know what I mean? Did you ever watch uh, John Carpenter's The Thing? Oh hell yeah, that's my shit man, right that's a there, homie. Classic dude. That should fuck you up, man. You better, <laughs> <laughs> you better be ready to see some fucked up shit. That was a great movie, and for the time at, at that time, the uh, the visuals and the robots that they used, oh, still I mean, hold up. Yeah, like, it really does. Really I think it looks better than whatever they would do now nowadays. They did. They did graphics. a prequel to it. Did you see it? I see. I saw the prequel. It was yeah. CG as fuck. Yeah, it was. I mean, but you I, know what's crazy? Cool they did do animatronics, but they did the studio didn't want it. I just I seen oh, a really? video about it the other day, dude. I was like, they had, and it looked dope. I was like, why did y'all cut that? They had them made. They had the monsters made and oh, everything. Oh, that would have been better. Dude, I watched it. I was like, why did they not keep this in here? Because <laughs> that CG was so bad. I was like, it looked so fake. I watched that shit with my cousin. And we were like, this shit sucks. Yeah. You know Sometimes I mean? you just got to go with the original, man, with the with the robots. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you you know because it looks real. You're in the shot. It's in the shot. It looks real. You know, when it's good, when it's good practical effect, bro, it's good, man. It's like the real deal. I, I always, always wanted to get into that, that type of stuff, like creating robots and masks. Like, yeah, like latex. Yeah, that, that'd be yeah. cool. That I shit just never got cool. into like, it. Tom Savini shit. Yeah, like, me too. I might have to sign up for his class. Might have to there. I know. Uh, I live, when I'm doing the paintings, like the digital paintings, that's kind of what I'm thinking about when I as I do them, especially like the horror ones. I'm like, man, it's back to that. You know, kind of feeling like of doing like if I was you know sculpting or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because so, I'm adding like with the with the really detailed ones where I'm actually painting. All, it's like that. You know, because you got to get every little. You know. Detail, detail yeah. It, yeah. So it's it's cool. 
What are you working on right now? Anything new? Any new, new big project you're working on? Not anything big. I mean, I'm just doing a few horror ones. Uh, I'm doing a Terminator piece because I feel like the first Terminator is like a sci-fi horror. <laughs> you know what I mean? It should you, be. It should be in that category. Honestly, yeah, it's, it's he's scary. Arnold Schwarzenegger was scary in that movie, bro, because he was like unstoppable force trying to kill Sarah Connor. You know? What I'm saying? <laughs> Damn, you nailed it down too. Though. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. I close my eyes, I'm like, God, Arnold, is that you? Yeah, he was. He was scary, man. Like. All the way up to the end, bro. Like you know, he was unrelent- he was relentless. You know. Yeah, bro? that was a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. The first one, no doubt. The first two were my favorite ones. I'm trying oh. to think about what happens in the third one. <laughs> this pretty much what happened in the second one because they pretty much just copied what happened in the second. One, except they have a chick, you know, the chick. Uh, Is it the blonde? Yeah, she, she uh, was the evil. Oh or yeah, I remember you know now. Yeah, um, that apparently was... she's some kind of model or something. But that uh, movie it, was not memorable. <laughs> yeah, it was goofy in some parts, man. But they did do some good effects on it, though. I'll give them that. Did you see the last one? Yeah, I actually did watch it. The, yeah. the Mexican one. Yeah, yeah, like in Mexico and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, uh, I was watching uh, the Angry Joe show, and they called it the the new Terminator. They call it El T One Thousand. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, fool, that shit, bro, he was but um, I mean, it was uh, it was like. A competent movie in the sense that it was a good movie, I guess. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. But I didn't like what they did with John Connor. Like, they killed the dude off. Yeah, I didn't think that you was cool. I mean? Why would you kill John Connor, then, who was, like, one of the main Yeah, and they did it early, too. They characters. Did, and he didn't even die, like, in a battle or nothing. He, was he just died like, on the beach. He was trying to holler at a girl. <laughs> and the dude just came out of nowhere, like, shot him. Sarah Connor yeah. didn't do shit. Oh, sorry, guys. Spoilers. Spoiler <laughs> You might as well call ourselves the movie spoilers. Yeah, wow. might as well. <laughs> nah. But, uh, yeah, that shit was... It was all right, man. The ending was way too similar to T2, though. Like, it had, like, some of the same emotional yeah, things. Yeah, some of the same things. They yeah, went back to the, it. Yeah, the sacrifice, you know what I mean? Like, right. Spoiler alert. Rob likes it. There you go. cousin. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Well, that's yeah, cool, man. I seen that, that drawing you sent me. Well, that you showed me. It yeah. Looked, it's looking pretty good. Yeah, I might make it an all-out poster and add more things to it. But for right now, it's just going to be that portrait. Yeah. Um, I don't plan on doing finishing it up right now. I'm still... There's other shit I got to do. So I don't know. Any other horror, finish. horror pieces you're working on? Well, I was working on a werewolf piece. I think I showed you. Yeah, that, that one, man, it's sick. People love dude. it. Like I, even on Twitter, which I didn't think it was gonna get, because it's not like, it's not based on any movie or anything. You know, what I mean, I just kind of yeah like, took things and um, just made my own thing out of it. I'm gonna and have then, to use it on my book. No doubt. I'm gonna yeah. have to use it, man. It, it, when you send it to me, I'm like, damn, this this is sick. Like the detail of it, just even the eyes, dude, they're. The red eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, with the mouth, I actually did. I actually looked at a werewolf. I mean, a wolf mouth because I wanted to get that. So I actually right. looked at some pictures. I just wanted to get that to make it like dog. But the eyes, I wanted to make it slightly human. Like you could tell, there's like some humanity in yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You could tell. And I guess if I was to make it a bigger piece, it, the way I, I like my werewolves bipedal and not like on all fours. Okay, you know I mean? got Because like. Even though I like American Werewolf in uh, London, I don't like that it is bipedal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even Rick Baker, the guy who made it, even he didn't even want to do uh, oh, yeah. uh, all four. But uh, John Landis, he wanted to do, you know what I mean, like the bipedal. Okay. I mean the uh, all four, you know, wolf-like monster. But right. it's, still, it's still an amazing movie, though. I'm not taking nothing from that, though. 
So you're thinking of making it like the whole, you're thinking of drawing the whole body? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. That, yeah. Originally, that's what I was going to do. Oh, okay, I got you. And then I was like, I'm just going to focus on the face for right now. But that is how I imagine it. I imagine, I imagine the claws coming out. Like, yeah, all yeah. black, right? The face and then just the claws. Yeah. And I'm giving, like, I wanted to give him, a, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a little bit of white, like a streak on his, like, on his hair. So it's kind of like a... Okay. It's almost it's like to give him a, somewhat of a personality, you know what I mean? So it's give him a little... Got a little personality. You know what I mean? There you go. <laughs> you know, to make him stand out a little bit. You know okay. What I mean? but, uh, where was it cool, man? Like, we haven't had enough good ones lately. Um, but, you know, hopefully they make it. Cause I, just, I think the CG transformations are too quick. Yeah. And they don't look, I don't know, they don't look painful like they should, you know what I mean? Dude, like the howling? Oh, the howling, yeah. <laughs> that crazy ass dude. I think that's one of the best transformations of werewolf I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And that, you know what they used? Robots. Robots, yeah. Not no CG shit. <laughs> Robots. Yeah, yeah, robots, <laughs> prosthetics, and all that, all the little kinks and shit that they put in those things, man. But, uh, I don't know, this Halloween with COVID, though, man, it's kind of a, a little bit sad, though, because all the uh, places that we usually frequent on, uh, you know, during October are not going to, like the Halloween mazes, yeah. not Universal I, Studios. There are going to be some, though, like, I think uh, in Los Angeles here, they have what is it called? The Hayride? Yeah, Haunted the Hayride. Hayride. Yeah. Where it's, right. yeah, it's okay. <laughs> well, they, well, they, yeah. You get on a, like this big-ass wagon and they just drive you around this right. deserted park. And obviously there's you know people in costumes coming out of nowhere, out of the woodwork and scaring you. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's not. I didn't like it even when I went to it because you kind of have to, when you're sitting in the actual hay thing, you can't, some things happen behind you and so you can't like you have to twist your neck to see yeah it's a little uncomfortable sometimes yeah it is man I almost lost my keys in there too. <laughs> oh. yeah I was like they fell out of my pocket and shit. one of the scary actors was like hey there's your key yeah. I was like damn you're a lifesaver bro I mean but for right now it's cool like yeah. if for, yeah, now, there's yeah. nothing else to do do that and you'll still have a good time I mean I had a good time it's not like I was bored the whole time I was there right. but compared to like an actual maze yeah it's it's, it's not, cheaper too yeah it's true and yeah. it's cheaper I wonder if they hiked up the price though we got it on like this. We got you. <laughs> uh, a homegirl of mine sent me something. Uh, she sent me, there's something way to fucking Apple Valley. It's like a haunted house type thing. But I mean, it's smaller. Obviously, it's some shit out there. I guess people doing their own thing. And so they did that. And But, you know, it, it brings, this kind of brings me to a, another point in regarding October. I think this is how I actually met you guys. Because you used to DJ, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, LA. yeah. And so Eric was friends with my cousin Rob. And so... I met him through Robin, and we used to go to y'all's party. And I remember, oh, I think you're right. Yeah, in 2010, I believe, I went to one of your, a few of your parties, and it was during October. And I remember, because <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not used to like dressing up and shit for like Halloween parties. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I never did the mask and shit, especially where I'm from. Like, we just, it wasn't that big. And so, I remember when we were going to your party one time. <laughs> I got cheap as fuck because I did that shit. I was like, let's stop at, uh, what do you call this? Like a Rite Aid or some shit. <laughs> I was desperate, dog. And I got like some cheap ass fucking mask. I remember like, that, like some Phantom, Phantom of the Opera looking <laughs> ass mask. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That is it. It was just like over my eye, dog. I was like, fuck it. I can still drink. I gotta take the shit off. Oh, it was like man. five hey, bucks or some shit. At least, you know, you put in the little effort. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> 
Hey, but uh, hey, man, it did it for. I wore that to that party, and then I went to another one that was a Halloween-based party in Simi Valley. Yeah. It was dope, though. It was like a mansion ranch party. Oh, nice. They had their own bar set up. We were there at like Damn. four in the morning with uh, my homie Johnny. You took the same mask. I took the same mask, <laughs> and you know what was funny though? We Best got interviewed, dog. Huh? They were filming it, right? There was yeah. like there was like artists painting, all kind of crazy shit going on, and so they filmed some of the people that weren't um, costumes, and then the homie Johnny was wearing a. Uh, What's that uh, Steelers dude uh, at the time? Bro, fuck that's fucking name. With the long hair and shit. He's from the Steelers. He was, uh, oh, is he like a Samoan dude? Yeah, a Samoan dude. He was dressed God, like I him. I forget his name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And because he had, yeah, I forgot. I don't know what the fuck I can't remember his name. But he had his long hair like him, so they interviewed him. And there's a Pablo YouTube. Like that. Video's on YouTube somewhere. I got to find it. But you'll see me and I'm wearing the shit. <laughs> and I don't say shit there to me. I'm just smiling and shit. Looking around and shit. And I'm like, damn. They didn't say shit to me. They didn't <laughs> They probably like cheap ass motherfucker here. Get but, uh, in, man. Get hey, in. man. It was, it was a fun. It was a really fun party. I'm not even gonna detail all the crazy shit that happened. It was a lot, dude. It was crazy. A lot of drinking. You even smoked some bud in that bitch. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was legit. It was legit. It was illegal. And they were playing that. Uh, what's that? It's, it's music like rave music, but it's not rave. Music. I forgot what that shit's called. But it got. It was popular then. And that was my first time, you know, vibing to that shit. But I was so fucked up. That you I, were all into I it? I was into that shit. It was like a blur. <laughs> I remember I was on the dance floor just vibing. Wow. Man, I wish I would have seen that video. Some homie. Uh, and so we also got, there was some, uh, actually, I don't know if I should put this shit out there, but we did this with you, Because there was a dude that was selling them. Oh, spoilers. There. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm not an angel. <laughs> but that was probably the last time I did that shit. Because I've done it a few times in high school. I was yeah. that shit. I'm not a big fan, but at that because of what was going on with the rage, I was like, fuck it. You know fuck it, might as well just pop one. Maybe yeah. two. So we found a dude, and he sold us one. And then it did, it wasn't really that strong. So the funny part is, I seen him later on. He was like, hey, bro, here's another one, bro. It's not that good, man. Was like, <laughs> so he just gave it up. I was like, all right. <laughs> you know? But it, did it work, though? The it second one? For a little bit. And then it wore off real quick. All that shit wore off. Uh, it, I, it was weird. I felt sober by the time all that shit was over. And I had been drinking so oh, all that shit. Dude. But man. by the time we left, I was like, I feel so good. <laughs> Fucking weak-ass party. Yeah, but it was cool. <laughs> I had a long drive, so it was all good. Oh, good. But yeah, I just I just wanted to bring that up, though, just because I, I remember going to those Halloween parties that you guys would throw. That uh, shit, right? Yeah, I think that's how we met. Yeah, and then we started going to the free shit parties that were uh, hosted by uh, Metrowise back in L.A. Man, I feel sorry for the people that want to party this year and can't because yeah. of this whole lockdown thing. I heard Vegas is popping. Yeah, Vegas. Well, Vegas is always... Yeah. It's never going to die. Yeah, true. Hotels out there right now are pretty cheap. Yeah. I was looking into it the other day, too. I was looking at hotel prices. And they're not bad, man. They're, they have some really good rates going on right now. So Yeah, I know I know somebody just went over this thing like four days over there. So yeah. She was down there for a minute. So I was like, it must be cheap if she went down there. Right? Well, stay cool. for that long, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But I don't know. I'm still, uh, like I told you before, I'm on that bunker boy shit. So, you know, I'm just staying in my bunker, you know, recording live from this bunker. You know, shout out to JB, the other OG bunker boy, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I'm just real paranoid about that virus. I'm not trying to get that shit because, uh, you know, they say, so, like, it could affect your kidneys and shit, too. Like, really? Can it? Yeah. Like, they have, all, I don't know, it has so many weird side effects. Like, they say it could have long-term damage to your kidneys and other shit. I'm like, damn. That's hardcore. Damn. So I'm like, I'm not trying to get that shit at all. I was watching this really good show on Netflix. It's called By the Lake or something like that. But it's it's a Russian Netflix? show. Yeah, on Netflix. Russian? 
It's a Russian show, of course. You can. I rather when it's something when when it's like a different language. I rather watch it in its original language, so you can see the you know you can feel what they're talking about, their emotions. That's kind of weird. Because no, <laughs> <laughs> when it's translated, it's not the same. No, I see what you know? you're saying. Yeah. The the actor that's translating doesn't give it the same emotion as the original actor would. Yeah, the audio usually yeah. sounds fucked up too. But the show is really cool. It's. It's like a show. It's about the same thing that's going on right now. An oh. outbreak happens and people start getting sick and then people have to try to fend for themselves and, and look for safety and shelter. It's, I would say it's a mix of what's going on right now but with, with a mix of what happened in The Walking Dead, only that there's no zombies in it. But the people that get infected look like zombies. Oh, shit. So it has the feel of a horror show. Even though it's not horror, it's more, I would say, drama. But it's a really good show. Um, and it shows kind of like what would happen if things were to get a little too crazy here <laughs> with the whole coronavirus pandemic yeah. thing going. But um, yeah, it's a good watch. I'm definitely going to stay tuned for season two. Nice. I just finished right, watching it on Friday. I was like, damn, I had to see season two. Man, it was really good. Nice. It's called By the Lake. By the Lake on Netflix, you said? It's on Netflix, yeah. Netflix got it, bro. That's what's up, bro. I've also been reading Carrie. Oh, shit. Man, that's a good Classic. book. The Chain. Classic. And I, I, and I bought this book for a dollar. A dollar. Come up. Damn. It was a come up. It's the Time paperback. For a dollar. <laughs> it's the paperback, of course. It was in one of those trips that I took to a store to try and promote my book. Oh, okay. And I saw it there, and I and I asked the owner. I was like, "How much is this?" That's oh, a dollar. I got a dollar. <laughs> Hell yeah, Stephen King, <laughs> Carrie. A dollar. It's a little older, you know. It's kind of not too beat up, but. Still in good shape. No, as long as you can read it. As long as you can read it, exactly. That's all that matters, man. And I like this book, man. I like the f- and I like reading it too because I think for an author, whenever they're writing, they need some type of inspiration or or uh, they need to learn how to be a good author. And I think if you read books from famous authors like Stephen King, you'll get a lot of points, a lot of points, and you'll you learn a lot of things. So sometimes when I'm stuck. In my writing, I'll refer to this book and I'll just try and see how he writes, how his his process is, what his mentality w- would have been like during the whole writing process. And try to get a few pointers off of that. What I've seen from Stephen King from, from his writing is that he likes to tell a story within a story. Oh, okay. Like, for example, let's say he's describing a scene, right? Yeah. Where there's a girl and she's baking a cake. And then he'll go on to say that she learned the 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 recipe from her grandma her grandma used to live in kansas and when she was a little girl and then he'll go off on that little story wow so he'll you know he'll make a story within a story and i've seen that he does that a lot that's good imagination yeah pretty good so i'm trying to incorporate that in my writing too trying to make a story within a story it kind of prolong it makes the story longer um and it gives a little more detail about whatever it is that you're talking about and it works for writing it works for authors It, it wouldn't work though for a screenplay because I've also read another book about screenplay, how to write screenplays. And I learned that if you're writing a screenplay and it doesn't move the story forward and it has nothing to do with what's going on, then take it out of the story. It doesn't belong in there. So it would work for uh, whatever Stephen King is doing. It works for him. It works for a story, a novel, but it wouldn't work for a screenplay. Yes, and what sir. I'm doing right now is trying to do that. I'm trying to make a book that's also screenplay adaptable. Nice. So I'm trying. So that's why I'm always referring back to that book that screenwriting book and it's a really good book it's by a famed author let me see if I can find the name of it right now <clears throat> and you get so many points I always refer to whenever I'm stuck 
but it's by Sidfield and it's called Screenplay, The Foundations of Screenwriting. A step-by-step guide from concept to finished script. It's a really good book if anybody's wow. ever... If you're looking into becoming a screenwriter, I would highly recommend a book from this guy. He's been doing it for several years now. This is just one of the versions. I bought this like maybe 10 years ago, but it still holds up and nice. has a lot of great examples. So I highly recommend this book by Sid Field. Screenplay, The Foundations of Screenwriting. Nice. But yeah, and I was reading into this book, uh, Carrie, and this is Stephen King's first published book. Do you know how much they gave him? Hell no. What, what they gave him? $400,000. For his first paperback book. He came up. That this, was way back in the day, too. That was way back in the day. I think it was 1973, I think. And at this time, Stephen King was living in a trailer with his wife. Wow. And he was a teacher, and they were barely getting by. And he started writing. And after his classes, he would come home, and he would write a little bit. Um, he wouldn't create any papers. He would just write. <laughs> Wow, he didn't create anything. No, and um, yeah, that's uh, funny. I think it was his agent that called him up one just out of the blue one day and told him, "Hey, are you sitting down? Because they've just bought the rights to your book for four hundred thousand dollars, of which he got two hundred thousand dollars, and his publishing house, of course, got the other two hundred thousand dollars. But so you still, said bought the rights though. So that's that they own the rights to the movie too. Like, is that what you're well, to his book. Oh, to his book. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So to get his book, um, well, yeah. To, to make the movie of the movie for $400,000, man. I couldn't believe that shit. That's crazy. And I think that's what every author hopes for. Yeah. Get that phone call and say, hey, we're going to gonna write buy the the rights to your book for X amount. And I think at that time, $400,000, even $200,000 yeah, is yeah. still a shitload of money. Yeah, yeah, it was probably the now, equivalent of like six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars $700,000 back in the 70s. Dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. He's lucky, though. I mean, because there's other authors like Bram Stokes, for example. He didn't see success after his death, pretty much. Yeah, you know unfortunately. I mean? There's authors like that. Uh, I forgot who it was. It was like some famous ones that are like that. And it's kind of sad to think it's about. Sad, it's sad, yeah. Like, your work won't yeah. get recognized until way later. Even yeah. Tolkien, um, the author of Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah? His work, the same thing. Same wow. thing happened to him. His work didn't get recognized until years later. Well, let me ask you just about the writing process. Like, do you prefer to, when you're writing a story, do you prefer, like, the narration to go to, like, for example, like, the old school way? Once upon a time in a certain town, you know what I mean, like where you're describing an area, or do you prefer to just straight up? Because I noticed a lot of, I noticed from Rafford that you 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 uh, come at it from like the perspective of the character. Yeah, there's different ways of how you want to uh, narrate the story, either from right, the first person, right, like with Wrath of the Undead, or a third person narrative. There's a lot, and it all depends on your style of writing. Gotcha, but. Like what you were saying, I, I don't like like once saying upon once upon a time. Like that's <laughs> no, but yeah, nobody no, that's, uses that's that anymore. More like, more like you know, but like I know a fairy tale. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, yeah, with uh, today's writing, it, it's it's different now. He's like, I ain't writing this shit for kids. <laughs> no, it's different now, and it all depends yeah. also on the person that's writing. It all depends on the author. I think that, that's how, how Stein did too, though. Like yeah. Goosebumps. Um, I wanted to touch that on that Goosebumps books. Because uh, those were very influential to me as far as a kid. You know, that got me into horror as well. Yeah. Even though I was already into horror, but that got me into reading horror. Because, and they, they, he writes from a kid's perspective in those books. And yeah. you could relate to the characters. And, you know, it was just really relatable. That dude, he somehow thinks like a kid, which is cool. That's that he cool. Was able to write yeah. like that, you know what I mean? It helps also. The covers also help. Yeah, I was going to talk about that too. Those classic covers, man. man. I think everybody remember Those covers got you into the book. He was like, damn, that shit was dope. Looks scary. I want to yeah. read it. You know, like the mask. 
they have a bunch of shit. Dude. Did you ever... S- um, well, you went to book fairs, right? At school? Yeah, I was a nerd. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would love. I would Bookworm. go straight to those books, to the horror books. Yeah. Maybe I'm not normal. I don't know. Are people that love horror, are we not normal? I don't know. Some people say we're, we're satanic. Some people say <laughs> that we're evil, but it's not... It's not like I don't I don't see people that are into horror as like that. It's not like we practice a cult shit, you know. Yeah, like, right, right. We watch movies. Like there's a difference between movies and reality. It's right. not like I'm, I'm not gonna go do black magic or some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like I stay I stay away from the real shit. You know what I mean? Like right. I wouldn't want to go into that uh, Ed Lorraine um, oh, museum. No, no, no. Like, like I'll watch it and read about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going in that museum for shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm staying away from Annabelle. Do not <laughs> you know touch. What I'm saying? Fuck that, dude. Because I've been watching the videos. Of the, one of the guys that used to um, just be with him, uh, Tony Sparrow, I think he's, he's I guess, in charge of all their shit now. So he's been putting a lot of videos on YouTube. And so he puts his constant videos of when they were around and they were, they were in the museum describing these crazy-ass stories. And one of the stories that got me, it sounds silly if you think about it, and especially if it was in a movie, but for, it would have it freaked me out. They were in this uh, really... It was a hearted case where the police was involved, and even the police are on record saying there's some weird shit wow. going on here. You know what I mean? Like there was a tech, there was like it was a highly publicized incident, and it was a something, it was some kind of possession, demonic thing going on inside the house. And one of the things that happened, there was a fucking cat, and it spoke. And Get the fuck out but of here! Nah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's how it sounds what, stupid. Garfield? But I was like that. But but the way they described it, it sounded so fucking weird, bro. I was like. A fucking cat a talking cat. with a human voice. I would freak the fuck out. That's you know crazy. what I mean? Because I'm I already think cats are creepy as it is. You know what I mean? So it's a cat talking. I would ran the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I could see how that could come off as silly if you do in the movie, though, especially yeah. with CG. Yeah. So I don't know, but I I just, in real life, if I see any kind of animal speak, <laughs> I don't even like parrots. <laughs> I'll freak the fuck Seriously. out. You know what I mean? The other day, I was uh, watching a video, and it's about bobcats. And if you've ever heard of Bobcat, it's the creepiest fucking thing, they especially are. in the jungle at night. They sound, uh, <laughs> it sounds like a woman crying. Wow. Like, if, if, like I'm serious. If you're curious, let, let's say you ever go camping, right, and there's Bobcats around, and you hear a woman crying, don't get scared. It's That's probably creepy. a Bobcat. Yeah, so if, you're, if you have time, go on YouTube and just check out uh, Bobcat <laughs> sounds. And they sound like that. It, it's the creepiest fucking thing. That is creepy. Cats are creepy though. They may, they always make weird ass sounds, especially like like when cats are having sex and shit. Like we used to live in Colombia, yeah, and we had a gang of cats like going on our roof and shit, and at night, <laughs> just making these ungodly fucking sounds. Two sounds. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you couldn't even go to sleep, man. Like it was a problem for a while, man. I think they got rid of them or something, but oh, good. I was like, god damn, bro. I feel like, that's why I hate cats, man. They're just like crazy. Let's go into a segment, a segment to help these people out. Um, let's help some folks out. Let's let's help our fellow writers out. Um, who we got? Who we got? There's a little tip for any uh, authors or as- aspiring authors. If you need help or motivation, what I like to do is read books. Read books from famous authors like Stephen King. It really helps you out. And I think we just touched upon that just a little while ago. Yeah. Where you would read and, and see how they tell a story. Well, what's their process? What's, what's their thought process? How they write it? Their style? And you can really learn a lot. So if you're ever stuck and you don't know how to move forward, I would highly suggest to just pick up a book from an author that you like or you know that's a good author, a horror author, or whatever it is that you're writing. Just read read a good chapter of it, and hopefully that will inspire you or 
give you a pretty good idea of how, how to move forward if you're stuck. So that's my, my little tip right there for you guys. That's some good advice. I like how, speaking of uh, books and everything, like Dracula, I like the, the approach he took where it was like you're reading diaries, you're reading newspaper it was, clips. Yeah. It, you know it, I mean? it, and people, it's made it seem real. You know what I mean? It was really cool. I don't think I've ever seen or read a book like that. Yeah. Like his. It was, it was very like unique. found footage in book form, you know what I mean, in a way. It was cool, man. Like even now, it holds up, right? And I tried reading other books from that time, and they don't seem to hold up. No. Like I tried reading uh, Frankenstein, even, and it was just like the way Mary Mary Shelley writes it. Yeah. It's really from that time period, and well, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I think like few years apart, but similar. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, though, Dracula. Even now, like the way everything is described is really scary. Like it's still yeah. scary, scary yeah. book, man. The only parts I don't like is just some of the parts with Mina, <laughs> and she's just talking to her friend, because it's just a bunch of, like, Victorian-era girl talk, you know what I mean? I was like, damn, dude, like, come on, you know what I mean? And that's the, even in the movie, they did that in the movie, yeah. and I was like, I kind of skip over those parts, but it it, it is cool, man. Like you know Talking I mean? about that movie, man, Winona Ryder's a good good actress. Winona I've always liked Winona Ryder. She's come out of with Beetlejuice. She's cute as fuck, too. She's cute, and Stranger Things. Stranger Things is the shit. Yeah, that was a big surprise to see her in there. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, I was surprised. No, no, Ryder back. Yeah, she really brought that nostalgia back, man. She did coming on back on there. I was like, damn. Well, since we're talking about authors, let's move into another segment where we like to shout out people's work. Who we got? All right, let me pull this up really quick. But um, I think it's very important for for anybody to help out each other. Uh, I know when I was barely writing my book I wanted as much hope as I could get and I also reached out to a lot of people that did podcasts and I remember some of them wouldn't wouldn't uh, help me out because they wanted something in return I couldn't give them anything right it's barely starting now what am I yeah, going to be yeah. able to help you out with so that's why I try to do this segment for other authors so hopefully we can help you guys out and get publicity or exposure to your work as much as, as possible so the first person that I want to shout out is Jamie Stewart. He has a, a book out. It's called The Woman Under the White Tree. It's on Amazon right now. And you can also get it in the UK. It's for 99 pounds. And the equivalent worldwide. So if you have a chance, check it out. It's on Amazon by Jamie Stewart. It's called The Woman Under the White Tree. Jamie, thank you for, for reaching out to us. Shout out to Jamie. Next person is Christopher Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> Author Christopher Robertson. So he has a, a a book out right now. I'm just gonna give you a little rundown here. It's called My Zombie Sweetheart. <laughs> Damn. It's available on Amazon in print, ebook, and Kindle Unlimited. Uh, let's get into it right here. Once upon a time at a drive-in. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Terror from outer space comes crashing to Earth, giving rise to creatures of pure horror, the likes of which the quiet little town has never seen, and the nightmare that befalls two old friends as they struggle to survive against impossible odds. Hmm. It's Friday night, date night, in the quiet little town of Woodville. For Susie Palmer, this means hanging out at the all-night diner and maybe cruising up to make, to make out point with her sweetheart. Little does she know, there's something on its way to Woodville. Something cruel and insidious. Something out of this world. My Zombie Sweetheart is a love letter to 1950s sci-fi movie <laughs> like The Blob and the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ooh, the Blob, I remember that one. It's a tale of young love 
Drag Racing, Heartbreak, and Alien Invaders. Invaders available now. So as I mentioned before, you guys can get this on Amazon. That's Prince. a cool cover too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's called My Zombie Sweetheart. So thank you again, Christopher Robertson, for reaching out and sending us that. Thank you guys again. Uh, we'll do this for our next podcast. So keep them coming, guys. Thank you. I was going to mention one more thing since we're talking about zombies real quick. Do you ever remember like the original, how original zombies were? Like white zombie? Like the... Like like a... a pos- not possessed, right? Like a possessed... Uh, more like a... No, it's more like a slave. Like that's what they were like yeah, originally, yeah. like the voodoo. That's how it originally started. Yeah. yeah. I was watching something about that. Uh, there's a YouTube channel. I guess this is why I recommend some YouTube channels. It's called Storied. Like you know, like this word story, but I like it past sometimes. IED. IED, yeah. Okay. So and there's this girl, and uh, I think it's from the BBC, and she's really cool, man. She has like she's a doctor somehow. Like she she went to school for this shit, and she just knows all about monsters and and folklore like that. And so she's been doing some videos of all kind of shit, like the Wendigo, Mothman, all kind of shit. Mm. And so she got it. Her latest video was pretty cool, man. It was like twenty minute video. And she's talking about the origins of zombies. And she gets into it and she brings it into the voodoo thing. They go to the south with it. Like she's interviewing voodoo. <laughs> voodoo, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. And so, but basically zo- that version of zombies is very different to the, you know, what we how today. we know zombies. Because yeah. what we Brains, know is living, yeah. you know, the living dead. Right. Raffling, I mean, not Raffling. Yeah, you know yeah, Raffling dead. Yeah. Raffling dead. <laughs> what I was trying to think is uh, George Romero's version, yeah. which is different. But the original zombie, or what it is in voodoo, is basically a voodoo doctor makes you seem like you're dead like he poisons you with this uh it's like a drug and it's comes like what's one of the poisons from this with that blowfish and basically it paralyzes you okay and it makes you seem like you're dead and so they do some other shit they drug you up some kind of way and you're basically when you wake up you do wake up in a coffin and so you're just you know you're fucked up you're like in shock and they do something to where it's pretty much like mind control Damn. and then you become the slave of the whatever voodoo witch doctor has yeah. done that to you, and there there are some documentaries about it. I remember it was like a real life case, and like this dude returned to his hometown after being thought dead for so many years because they buried him and shit. You know, that's they crazy. Were like what the fuck? And yeah, he was apparently a slave to some dude. And that's the wow. Haitian version. I guess the Haitian version is a little bit more darker because that's what the voodoo guy, uh, the New Orleans, or I think it, it might have been in Mississippi, but. He was talking about that. He was like, the Haitian version is a little bit different. It's darker, I guess. And we're not trying to... We're, like, they were trying to separate themselves from that. And they yeah. were trying to represent, I guess, because it originally comes from West Africa somewhere. And that's where that concept of, you know, zombie, zombie... But yeah. there, but there is, you know, in, in different myths, different cultures have, the, have zombies that are very much like, you know, modern versions of zombies. Yeah. Uh, even vampires were very zombie-like in the original lore, you know what I mean? They're not like... They're more like Nosferatu. You remember the movie uh, yeah, Nosferatu, yeah, yeah. which is, to me, dude, I, like it's crazy how it holds up. Like you look at it now and have zombie makeup and shit that they did on that dude looks fucking creepy, dog. Yeah, like that's a creepy looking vampire. Creepy nails, creepy but, ears. Yeah, but they look like ghouls. They weren't like they yeah. weren't seducing people or anything like that. They were just they would get up, you know, like out of the grave, or whatever, and kill you and shit or whatever. But they they weren't like you know the modern version of how we look at vampires now. You know I mean? Or zombies, for that matter. Or zombies, yeah. But George it, Romero changed that, right? Yeah, George Romero did. Uh, he did change that because he made them like you know cannibals, pretty much. You know, yeah. undead cannibals. And so, yeah. But it, but 
thank God for it because you know we've got some really good entertainment up there. He changed the zombie game because I don't think there's been in the old days Hollywood there was white zombie there was movies like that yeah. where it was about that kind of zombie. It was about white people getting turned into zombies by black Haitian voodoo dogs. You know what I mean? It was, crazy. It, was, it was some racist shit going on. You know? <laughs> it was like the fear of that, I guess. Yeah. And um, but then yeah, he came out. He changed the game, man. You know what I mean? Did you know that if you were to ask George Romero today? If he considers my zombies zombies, he would say no. Really? Yeah. Because my my zombies in, in my story, they can actually run, right? They'll chase oh, yeah, after the you. runners, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the runners. But he considered he doesn't consider them zombies. He like, like if they, they can run, they they're not zombies. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah. That's interesting. What do you guys think? Do you think zombies that can run are zombies or not? Do you consider them? Let us know in your DMs. Yeah, I mean, I guess what he means is they're not undead. I guess I don't know. Cause uh, I just feel like I have like I think if something's brain dead but can still just move and just mind mindlessly do shit, I think that's like a zombie. In my opinion, right? So, yeah, like, that's what makes you my you, you you don't have your conscience anymore. You're just doing shit like you know killing people and shit, <laughs> eating them. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, and um, well, well, that's about it. You know, then we have to. <laughs> I don't know what else to talk about right now. You know, we pretty much covered a lot of topics we want to talk about. We just want to talk about that good old Halloween spirit, even though, you know, it's, it's not, not going to be as good right now, yeah. this year. But uh, y'all can, still, see, I mean, you can still watch movies yeah. and shit, you know what I mean? Like there's hard books. There's video games. I've been playing, uh, I got the Resident Evil joints, you know what I mean? The new remade version. Oh, we got to play that. You got yeah, it? Oh, yeah, I got it. I, I got a new hard drive. I don't know if you've seen that, but... Uh, Cause man, I was running out of space on my PlayStation. I kept having to delete games and shit. Oh, I, was, I was getting tired of that shit. I'm like, fucking Amazon Prime Day, bro. <laughs> I took advantage of that shit, bro. I'm like, nice. I'm, all my shit's gonna be on here, arcade, <laughs> homie. But uh, now nah, I'm cool, man. I'm like, now nah, I got. I'm gonna show you the Resident Evil Seven because I told you it was like, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, if y'all haven't played that shit, play that shit because it is crazy. It was like Evil Dead. It's insane. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next one, though. Resident Evil 8. Yeah. If y'all have seen the trailer, it got some werewolves and vampires. So I'm wondering how they're going to play that up. You know what oh, I mean? That's going to be cool. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. So um, I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to test it out. The homie E's about to give us a little lesson on Resident Evil, the new shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, he, I haven't played Resident Evil since the first one. That's honestly. what I'm saying. You're a veteran. You're like old school. Uh, the old school. Old one, school yeah, gamer. Yeah. Like me, I'm from the old school. I've been playing with the new. I try to keep up with the young cats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. And, Shout uh, out to everybody, man. Hopefully you guys enjoy your Halloween and whatever you can. I know I'm going to eat my, my candy this year. It's the only time I eat candy. I try to stay away from it, you know? But, I got uh, a bad habit of uh, eating chocolate. Oh, do you? Yeah. I break out. Oh, yeah, I do. Sometimes I break out. Lately, I don't I don't break out that bad anymore, so I guess that's probably why I've been eating this <laughs> shit. But uh, I got to stop, man. Because I, I got the little beer belly getting coming on. Oh, I've been man. chilling too hard. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, I gotta, I hear you brother. I got to get back on my shit, bro. You know what I mean? Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. That's you guys it. have a good, a great Halloween. That and was we'll a good see one, you man. next time. All right, later. Peace the fuck out. Enjoy Halloween. <laughs>